0: all right welcome back to beef sticks my name is pasty white and i'm fat mac and we are fat max <laughs> yes we are
1: how's it going over
2: there this week pasty
0: white oh it fares well i uh I had to get one of those things people call a job. And it's not even a new job. It's just a job at a convenience store that I won't name because I don't want them to think I'm giving them publicity on the show because they don't deserve it. But they do have some damn good (laughs) pizza. And I'm sure that spoils it. And if it doesn't spoil it, I don't know who you are, but you, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) Right. <laughs> <So, Great. laughs> um Yeah. I mean adjusting to a new work, sleep and, and living schedule. But it's going. It's going. Strata was just back. We did some fishing. We went some hiking. We went to uh sculpture park. Did y'all catch any fish? Yeah. All kinds of bluegill and crappie and, and, um, perch. And then there was a handful of, of, of bass, but they were too small to keep. I think the best one was about 10 and a half inches too small. Yeah. You get the kids out there fishing also? No, it was kind of just our morning. We left out early about six o'clock and we went out till about noon not bad at
2: all.
0: Yeah, huh. that's always nice. Yeah.
2: I'm not a big fishing guy, but I like to get out there and go hiking and enjoy the outdoors and everything.
0: Oh, it's a blast. It's a blast and, and he bought me my fishing license, so now I and I live right next to the river. I'm going to keep going. There
2: you know. <laughs> go. Might as well if you got the license, you might as well use it. Yep. You know, those things aren't cheap and they don't last long. It's it's pretty much rape is what it is.
0: Yep. And I've been seeing, I'm jealous, I've been seeing pictures on Facebook, my buddy Dylan Gunderson pulling some 30-plus-pound catfish out the river over there in Redwood. Jealous. Yeah, there's been a lot of folks on
2: my Facebook timeline that have got some big cats they're showing off. I'm starting to wonder if it isn't just one catfish that everybody's just passing around. Was the derby going on? Or is that (laughs) coming up? Um, No, that isn't up yet. That'll be coming up sometime. Should be a good year for it. Catfish Derby Days of Franklin, Minnesota, folks, if you don't know what the derby is. Uh, Just a big get-together, a little parade, a bunch of little flea market stands, and a lot of catfish. And people show off the biggest catfish that they can get. And And they uh, pull some fucking monsters out of down there. Oh, it's amazing. It is just amazing how big some of these fish are. I mean, unfathomable.
0: It's it's more amazing how eager some people are to eat those ugly fucking fish that suck shit off the bottom of the river.
2: Oh, man, they're good if you, if you fucking fry <laughs> the bastards
0: up. Oh, smoked catfish is dank, dude.
2: Deep-fried love... catfish, mm.
0: deep-fried mm. catfish.
2: That's the way it's you got to go with catfish.
0: There's just not an appetizing fish to look at. It's not a fish <laughs> I want you to leave the head on.
2: Right, right. right. There's some monster beasts. But when you live in rural Minnesota, there's not much else for folks to do other than uh, fish and drink or do them fish at the same time. Fish and drink time.
0: and mud. And I don't even know if people were really mudding there. People be mudding here, though. Jesus. We got a racetrack here, too. Uh, dirt track. Every Sunday.
2: Yeah, the one, the first, uh, the first day that they were supposed to do it here in town, it ended up getting rained out. But I know that I think last week was the first day they were able to. I don't know. I haven't made it to that for a long time. People ask too much money to sit there and watch people drive cars. If you want to bring people in, you got to drop the price down.
0: My family's recycling center used to um, sponsor a race car in Saint Croix Falls. So I used to go a lot when I was younger. That yeah. Was cool. Good times. Too young to drink. <laughs>
2: You're never too young to drink. <laughs> never. Yeah. Uh, that's been good. I got my lawn
0: mowed finally, so that's out of the way. Shit, I'm about to go mine for the third time this weekend. We got mine's ready to go again.
2: Um, uh, got a new uh my, my my mother and sister bought a new house, so they bought a new lawnmower. So I'll borrow their lawnmower and get mine done until I can get a new one now. But they got a really nice one. That makes me happy. I like mowing the lawn, actually, you know? It's kind yeah. of relaxing. It's not a rider. It's a walk behind. So that's, you can't that's just the best part. drink
0: and do it. that's okay. You can still what? drink,
2: just get a beer holster. It's No, man, it shakes the shit out of your beer, man. <laughs> but you don't you hold it in your butter hand, butter you lip. get it on your waist, a beer holster, man. Be <laughs> I, no, I was talking to some folks uh, the other day, and I was like, I just need to get one of those foam domes, I
0: there think is go. what they're called, right? Where they <laughs> hold the two beers, and then you got the yep. straw coming down. Yeah, that would be very Homer Simpson of you. Yeah, yeah, get a, get a foam dome. Keep keep your eyes peeled at uh, at uh, 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 Sam's store. I can't say yeah. the name because they're an evil company. <laughs> keep your eyes peeled in the party aisle there. They usually have them come through.
2: Right, that's true. That is very, very, very true. Ooh, oh... Gosh. Yeah, it's, 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 man, this is a rough week, but I think we're, I think we're going to get through it. We're going to make it. It is a rough, week. I, a rough,
0: rough week. I had a rough weekend. I was Every... really
2: sick this weekend. Oh, that, that was so fun. Why you gotta be sick folks I don't know. It was not fun, but you deal with it. You take it, you deal with it and you go. Yeah. I got a busy week coming up here. I got multiple appointments in different towns that are like opposite ends of the map. So that's always, that's always fun too.
0: Everybody loves a good travel. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Not unless you're
2: going somewhere.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, days have been pretty rush, rush, rush for me. It's, it's been intense, but But schedule we're adjusting. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. Oh yeah. Speaking of getting
2: better, what kind of beer you
0: got over there, man? Oh, man, I've got a smorgasbord of beer in front of me, but I think the one I'm going to share with you guys this week is Lakefront Brewery Inks IPA. That's it. Just a simple IPA from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's delicious. You can follow them on Twitter and Facebook. I recommend you do it. Government warning. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. Two, consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause health problems. Impairs or increases the fun of. They didn't give me a story to read on the bottle, so I I read what I could (laughs) <laughs> you have to read between the lines.
2: There, it's a, it's man.
0: a it's a very simple IPA. It's good. It's hoppy. It was given gifted to me from the one and only Strategy when he came to visit. Strato I in turn gave the man a peach IPA, which is it's 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 satisfying. The first one I was like, because eh, it's it's like peach and then it's like IPA, and I was hoping for like a blended flavor, but yeah by the third one i, I was into it <laughs> last time he was down
2: here uh he picked up a muju sampler which i didn't know there's more than one mujus yeah there is there's like three or four and uh yeah yeah there was at least four in that one and there were some pretty good ones there i might have to try that one of these days yeah no i've uh, been
0: looking at the mujus myself maybe yeah. we should do that next week a muju we special <laughs>
2: The Moojus. I am drinking on F-Town Brewing Company's American Brown Ale in honor of Memorial Day, as it would be. Uh, Toasted malts, hints of delicate hops, just hints, and the creaminess of the oatmeal. This brown ale satisfies malt lovers with its full, rich flavor. This has a very creamy a very creamy feel to it, and just a good oatmeal dark taste. This is the opposite of the IPAs that I am in love with. Um, but it's not so heavy that it just that it just fills in your gut. Some of the beers do that; they're really heavy, and you have a half a can, and you will feel like you've eaten a whole roast beef sandwich or something. This one, this one, not so much. But um, it's got the nice creamy texture. It's got the delicious the the you can you can taste the toasted uh, after you've swallowed. There's the hint of that toasted oatmeal in there. This is a really good one. I, I'd say this is a really good steak beer. Have this one with a steak, mm. folks. Have this one with a steak, or or have it for breakfast in lieu of a
0: coffee. I would recommend that. You know what? You with your American ale talking about Memorial Day. I'm changing my beer. I'm changing my beer to Sierra Nevada's 2017.
2: Disqualified.
0: German-style IPA. Because, I mean, you wouldn't be remembering the soldiers if it wasn't for the Nazis.
2: Or all the Germans. World (laughs) War I was Germans, too, but not Nazis.
0: Right. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's terrible. I'm terrible. Germans! Yeah, Germans, you made it so we have a Memorial Day to remember fallen soldiers.
2: I love that there's a town around here that's so German (laughs) that I go to doctor appointments there, right? And you know how a lot of times if you go to, to, like, hospitals, like, if you're by Canada, there'll be, like, English and then French below it. And if you're in a lot of other places, especially, like, Southern California, it'll be English and then Spanish below it. Well in this hospital it says English and then the German word below it. So everything awesome. everywhere you go has the German word written underneath it.
0: You know, <laughs> like, back when I back when I lived in Olivia, you could walk around Olivia and there were street signs that were in German. Like <laughs> like a like a handicapped parking sign that it had German writing below it and like stuff like that. When I'm I moved weird too, when I think when of I Olivia, moved out to that area I felt like I moved back in time. It was weird. <laughs> Olivia is a very Hispanic area. That's kind of surprising. Right? Yeah.
2: Surprising.
0: Yep, go hike yourself around uh, the shops around around Olivia. You'll, you'll find some German signage. Unless they've updated it. I mean, it's been some years since I've cared to go to Olivia for any reason at all.
2: A buddy of mine lives there, but he's going to be moving to Kansas pretty soon. Kind of bums me out. But that's all right. It's good for well, him.
0: It's good for maybe, him. Maybe you should go visit him and hunt down a German sign while you're still around.
2: Right? Maybe I should do that. <laughs> It'll give me an adventure, an adventure you
0: know, to venture on. It's been a it's been a trying week, a tough week, a, you know, rough. I'm trying. Week. But there's a, a little bit of light in everything, you know. And this week it was announced that Steven Spielberg, Warner Brothers, and Amblin TV are going to be rebooting the Animaniacs series. And it's good
2: goddamn.
0: For- it's, uh, it's awesome. I love it. I'm so happy they're coming it back. It is. And, and with Spielberg at the helm, like I was worried... When I first saw it, that that Steven Spielberg wasn't going to be around for it, right? But
2: yeah, yeah, he's part of what made it great in the first place, you know. Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah, and I can't wait to see what they do with modern pop culture and how they how they you know incorporate adult humor now. It's going to be good. It will. It'll be interesting, you know. Um,
2: not too long ago, Looney Tunes brought a a. a they rebooted the actual Looney Tunes and not in just like a weird show, but where they just had a bunch of different shorts and stuff, you know? And I actually kind of liked it. I know a lot of older generation or, or our generation really pissed on it a lot, but I thought if you looked at it as what it was and looked at it as a modern version of what we had, I was like, you know, I really liked that. So I'm willing to see, I'd like to see something like that. You know, I'm, I'm optimistic just like the new, uh, Ducktales, that's getting rebooted. I'm really optimistic for
0: that. Oh,
2: so yeah. this could be this could be really good. You know, I'm waiting I, for I, Darkwing. Bring...
0: I'm waiting for Darkwing. Right, announce that, please. For the love I of God, I hope that
2: they, uh, I hope they bring back some of the classic characters, but I hope they introduce a few new ones. And I hope yeah. everybody of our generation doesn't just shit on them just because they're new.
0: Right. You
2: but know. Please,
0: please don't. You know. I know you're going to cater to our generation because our generation is the reason it was around, but but they shouldn't. No, you you need to you need to definitely catch it up. That's especially with Animaniacs. I'm looking forward to seeing like all kinds of you know you know Dots famous. Um, uh, they're 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 at the crime scene and Yakko's like dust for Prince, and then she comes back with Prince <laughs> and he's like no. Fingerprints, yep. and she's like, "Not uh, gonna happen." Yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah, Man. they got to keep some of that little sly.
2: Stuff
0: in it wasn't there. even but, you know, sly. A... It wasn't even sly. Oh my god! It was. It was
2: for kids. I think. I think a lot of kids didn't get it. You know, some Hello, kids were already twisted, demented. You like know, she's not gonna it. be
0: around. I can almost guarantee. Hello, nurse is not gonna be in the series. Or she'll probably be like not. or she'll be like a hairy fat lady or something along those lines. Or it'll just
2: be a or it'll be a good looking dude. They'll pull the Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, nurse will be a good looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hello doctor's assistant. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: It'll oh, probably is, be is very good news. I'm excited for that. I'm happy for it. Maybe it's they can make an appearance on Raw. Who knows?
0: Yes, that would bolster ratings for sure.
2: The Warner Brothers running amok. <laughs> Ralph, uh. and Ralph and
0: Dr. Scratch
2: and Sniff chasing them around Raw. <laughs> that would They're be
0: driving Vince crazy. That'd be great.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, you know, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna admit to the folks I don't have a lot of news this week. Um, some of the stuff I I know there was to talk about I can't remember it and I haven't been writing stuff down. So next week I'm gonna work my butt off to actually start writing my news down. That's gonna be my goal. I'm trying to figure
0: out what the fuck pasty white is doing over there. I'm trying to eat chips Are you quietly. A chip? Yes, I'm getting the flavor <laughs> off of the chip so I can get rid of it. I'm trying to be quiet for you guys. But now that I'm out of oh.
2: You got to you folks got to just imagine what it looked like on my end. <laughs> <laughs> that was just great. Oh. I love
0: Sometimes it. Sometimes you forget there's a camera. Shut up. <laughs>
2: um, I uh um so so I I don't have a lot on the news front, um, we do got we do got some news. We all know about we um, know about WWE that that recently uh, got a, a television deal in the Indian market, and they've got a lot of stuff going on there. Um, not only that, TNA is getting back into the Indian market. Remember, mm-hmm. they used to have. the Ring Ka King promotion. They were one of the first ones to tap into the Indian market, actually. Um, they had their wrestler who, um, God, really wasn't any better than Jinder. And, and for the life of me, I can't think of his name. The Great um, Kali. He was
0: all right. What's that? The Great Kali. No, it wasn't the Great Kali. <laughs>
1: um.
2: I don't remember what his name was. He started out as one thing, and he was with uh, James Storm's group when James Storm had um, had TJ Perkins as Mag and everything. He had TJP, and he had this this guy, and I think he had Abyssal also. I want to say, um, but now uh, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor has has gotten a deal with a Discovery Communications. To broadcast Ring of Honor on the D S is it oh on the D Sport. I was gonna say the D S port. <laughs> <laughs> on the D Sport channel in India, which would be Discovery Sport, I would guess. So it's available in more than 70 million homes across the nation. If you want to put that number in perspective, El Rey Network that does Lucha Underground, which I love, is available in about twenty five million homes. And uh, Impact Wrestling's um, Pop TV is in about 75 million homes. And the USA Network that does Raw and SmackDown is in 96 million homes. So, at least in India, they're going to be as, as big as TNA.
0: You heard it here you first, know? folks. World War III is not going to be between the United States and Russia, nor North Korea. It is going to be between the WWE, TNA and Ring of Honor. And it's going to take place in India. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just the starting grounds. I'm sure everybody else is scrambling to get everywhere WWE announced they're going to be going with their programming or with, you know, new shows. Oh yeah. So Yeah, it's going to be global and it's going to be ridiculous. And, you
2: know, and it makes sense. As soon as as soon as WWE makes an impact in an area, then that just gets pro wrestling buzzing more. So it makes sense for any other company to follow suit and, 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 you know, pick up the crumbs, really.
0: It'll be interesting to see how how well these other shows fare against WWE in these new territories. Like, I wonder if we're going to see, like, territories where, where Ring of Honor reigns supreme, you know what I mean? I'm sure you will, actually.
2: Well, yeah, if you remember back when Impact Wrestling had ring King, they had, um, I believe, over a 50% share higher than than WWE in that area. Back then, also, um, Impact Wrestling had a higher rating than uh, WWE Raw in uh, the United Kingdom over in England. So, I mean, there are places that already other promotions have higher ratings than WWE. You know, you look down in Mexico, and I can guarantee you that both CMLL and AAA have higher ratings than WWE down there. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what all happens.
0: It'd be uh, it'd be kind of funny to see Vince's plans get foiled by the Indies.
2: Now, are, are you talking about the folks in India, or are you talking about the, the, the small-time town, t- small time wrestling it promotion? It doesn't matter
0: what God. I'm talking about. It matters what Vince is talking about. Don't try to put this on me. What Vince wants to say is what Vince wants to say. I just God report damn shit. damn
2: those Indies. <laughs> Always screwing my shit up. Can you imagine him going out on Raw?
0: <laughs> we gotta put a stop to these Indies. <laughs> Randy Orton comes around. Yeah! All they do is dive! (laughs) Oh.
2: Mahatma Gandhi's
0: rolling over in his grave. (laughs) Uh. We're, we're bad, but I don't think that's a legitimate racial slur, so I think we're above the curve here.
1: <laughs> right. Bonus
0: points for beef sticks this week, folks. <laughs> we took the classy road.
2: <laughs> I totally thought that was just like, how can you not bring that up as <laughs> we're talking about the Indian market? You're like, oh, Vince is going to hate the Indies. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a legitimate racial slur. Um, it might be, and if, it, if it's not... If yeah, it is, it if it is, we're
0: talking about Indiana Jones. Fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. God damn Jones
0: getting in my way again.
2: <laughs> Talk about the Germans.
0: Uh... Ah. Was- other- See? <laughs> Lucha Underground returned tonight. bet you didn't know that. Third what season. Happened? Johnny Mundo is set to defend the Lucha Underground Championship <laughs> against Mac in an all night long match. Sounds sexy. Yep.
2: I like the Mac, you know, not just because we share a common name, but he, yeah, he's a good performer and he kind of, he kind of moved up. I didn't expect much from him when we first seen him in Lucha Underground and he's gone much much farther than I expected, which is a good thing.
0: So I'm assuming this all-night-long match took the entire hour, that, or half-hour, that is Luch Underground? Hour, yeah, hour. yeah. Takes up the whole hour, yep. It's all-night-long, baby. And then what? Does it get cut off at the end, and then they're rated on their abilities?
2: Um, no. Should have put some research into this. Huh? I, I I don't remember what the last <laughs> all night long match was, and we uh, haven't seen this one yet. Right? Oddly, oddly, oddly. We're looking it up now, folks. I still haven't finished, isn't that horrible? I still haven't finished uh, the first season of Lucha Underground on Netflix yet.
0: Yeah, I watched like the first four or five episodes and then trailed off a little bit. So I'm, pretty sure it's just like a,
2: uh, I'm pretty sure it's just like a uh, Iron Man match, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So the most falls by the end of the night. Correct. That would make sense. New, um, New Japan's heading to Long Beach, California at the beginning of July. It's already sold out. It's the G one climax the special. G one climax,
2: baby. I wish I could mm. be there.
0: I'll give you a G one climax. I wish you would. It's been a long time, man.
1: Been a long time. Pasty West. Yeah, way, it's been a long
0: on every time episode. for that also. <laughs> <laughs> we, I'm telling you, man, we gotta put in for some press passes. Go to WrestleManias and fucking I think we should everything. Get the Japs to do it. There's, oh, oh, there's no Three reason we shouldn't. Points. Right, right. right, No
2: reason we shouldn't.
0: We are journalists. We do journalism. We read internet news and and say things in a microphone about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah why not yeah we love wrestling and we want to be legitimized
2: and i and i feel we are legitimate we you know we give we we give the news we give the notes we give the rumors like everyone else but we we give our own twist on things and we kind of i like to feel we give it to the we give it to the folks in a way they want to ingest it you know and that's not a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. I think it keeps people interested in the pro wrestling program.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh I'm going to do a little more bitching here. More shows are falling victim to uh to YouTube's ad restrictions. As we've talked about before, YouTube is uh is, is cutting back on they're demonetizing a lot of wrestling shows. They're getting little to nothing
1: for ad revenues.
2: They are. They're um they're putting it so that their every wrestling program, if you're if you're filtered, will not go through. Whether there's any adult content on it or not, just being pro wrestling, it is not allowed to go through if you're on filtered content. We know last week, um, WCPW announced they had to they had to cancel a bunch of live shows. Yep,
0: yep. Because They're scrambling they to get people to, to their Patreons. Yeah, they every, couldn't afford Every it. major afford wrestling it. outlet on YouTube is scrambling to get people to their Patreons.
2: Um, wrestling Shorts, which is another big YouTube show, it's got over 42,000 subscribers. That one just recently got uh, uh, opened up a Patreon account now too, trying to get folks because they yeah they, everybody's just running out of money now. I mean they're literally
0: they're re- literally taking away a lot of people's livelihoods. You know, one of my favorite YouTube channels, Neebs Gaming, has has a, a very intelligent idea. And why don't YouTubers themselves seek out advertisers to to you know sponsor their programming? You know, YouTube should allow that kind of thing. Then you can get local businesses in on it and you can, you know, it could be more than just the major companies that are are dictating what is said and whatnot. Um, one of the heads of YouTube has said they don't want YouTube to be the next TV. They don't want it to be all censored and controlled by the media. Right. So, you know, but it is, (laughs) but it is, it is. But there's always room for change. There's always room for improvement. And I'm hoping we and see something And with that being soon. said,
2: folks, if you go to the Beef Sticks page, and I'll even I'll even update it so it's higher up on our Facebook page, but if you go to Beef Sticks Podcast Facebook page, there is a petition on change.org. I have signed. Pasty White has signed. Go in there and sign it. It doesn't cost you any money. You sign it. You give them your email address. Um, When you give them your email address, they do have the right to email you stuff. But all you got to do is immediately go back to that page and unsubscribe from their email. So you do not have to get a bunch of spam mail from them. You can immediately unsubscribe. That's what I did, and I haven't gotten anything from them since. It's as simple as that. But go there and just just put your name in there. They ask for a reason like why why are you against this, but you don't it's not mandatory you fill it out. You can just go in there, put your name on it and go. Or you can be like me and you can write a lengthy paragraph on why. It's up to you. Yeah. Um but but do it. That's it's the it's the least you can do if you want to continue to enjoy these shows. We haven't quite tapped into the YouTube market yet, so it's not affecting us yet. But it is one of our future but goals. it will soon. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it will be affecting us in the future also. We want it to get built up before we, you know, become a strong presence on there. You know, do do your part. Do your part, folks. Don't just be a bunch of bitches. Do yeah. your
0: part. Yeah, you love wrestling enough to listen to our podcast. You better love wrestling enough to click two nope. buttons. Don't and sit and so whine. Easy. It's not like you have to sign up for change.org either. You sign up with Facebook and everything's done. It's just bam. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You sit there and you whine that you're not getting enough wrestling program or you're not able to find the indie shows that you want to find and whatnot. This helps you. This helps you right here. So this is this is a step you can personally take. Plus, it'll just make you feel better about yourself. It's like wearing one of those I Voted labels or I Gave Blood Today stickers and shit. You know what? You can just walk around and say, hey, I signed a petition today. And people have to be nice to you.
0: Yes. Speaking of which, I haven't given blood in a long time. You should. Speaking of speaking of which, John Cena announced on Tuesday that he will be back on SmackDown on the 4th of July.
2: Well, come on. It's obvious. Mr. Uh, Mister Salute the troops there, you know.
0: Mr. I was never in the military.
2: But he played one on TV.
0: <laughs>
2: he played a military on TV. A whole
0: military by himself.
2: I think it was. I never watched, uh, I never watched the Marine, but my, my assumption is that
0: it was much like law abiding citizen, but not as good. Um, yeah.
2: Who? uh, well, DBS was on one. Miz was on one. Who was on the latest one? Who was just on one? Um, it's a current WWE
0: star. Ambrose. No, Ambrose is, uh, he was in a movie recently. Oh, was it? Yeah. No, he's not the Marine. Uh, hang on. I don't want to see him as a Marine. He's not, he's not, uh, you got to be like, you
2: know, that crew cut and, and you know, slick and, and, yeah, he doesn't fit the, the image of a Marine. He fits the image of a, of a draft
0: dodger. No, the Marine 5 Battleground is the newest one, and that stars The Miz. Oh, The Miz. Which one was before that, then? Hang on. I'm not done here yet. I don't. don't. It doesn't it stars, matter. It stars much more than The Miz. Oh, my God. It I want to watch this. It doesn't matter who stars I want to watch this. Marines. It has Heath Slater. It has Gallows. Heath, Heath Slater
2: the one I'm, I was thinking of. Oh, my God.
0: Yes, it's got so many people. It's got Mrs. wife in it, Gallows, Slater. Uh, It's hard here because they they say their real names and not their wrestling names. Right. How dare they exist outside
2: of wrestling?
0: Trinity Fatu. Uh... Isn't Trinity Fatu? Isn't that Naomi? Uh, yes, yes, and and beard? and Curtis Axel is also in it.
2: Oh, I think that's what I was thinking of was Curtis Axel. I knew it was some mid card jobber, not Heath Slater. Curtis Axel is the one I was thinking of. Yeah, it doesn't sound like the
0: best movie. And ever, and Bo Dallas, Bo Dallas is in it. It <laughs> doesn't even seem like the best wrestling match ever alone <laughs> movie? What it is is WWE Main Event the movie. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what it is. WWE Main Event the movie. <laughs> I want to watch it. See now. all the people. Oh my god! That you tune into. I love how Miss Flaunts, He's the. He's the. He's the. A rated superstar, but he's got a movie with all these jobbers. <laughs> I know, right? It's good stuff. It's good.
2: So, uh, still, still wrestling related, but off a little bit here. Um, the NHL team, the Nashville Predators, have been using Bobby Roode's glorious theme for their intro in the games (laughs) and, and leaving games. There you go. I mean... Talk about the best. I mean, is there a better wrestling theme song for for a sports team? You know how they've been using different wrestling uh, signature moves and, and, and songs and stuff? Is there a better one than Glorious?
0: No, not at all. It's like We Are the Champions, but better. Yeah,
2: I mean, it just <laughs> comes
0: off as like a sports anthem, I think. Although, I have to say, a hockey team called the Predators in this day and age should probably change their name. <laughs> yeah, right? They didn't say like child it. predators. <laughs> they just said predators. Well what about their pee wee team? Are they called the child predators? They could be.
2: <laughs> they they very well could be. I would call them that. I would call them I would call them the child pee wee predators.
0: <laughs> That's, terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. Right? Pee wee predators. <laughs>
2: I wanna see I wanna see Pee Wee Herman like in, in the Predator garb. Pee Wee Predator.
0: <laughs> I'd be down. I'd be, I'd be down. Right? You know, Pee Wee uh, Herman would, takes a very big role in the newest uh Call of Duty's zombies maps. It's very awesome. He's the ultimate antagonist. That that is very cool. Is that it is it Pee Wee Herman
2: or is it Paul Rubin?
0: Oh no, it's Paul Rubin. It'd be funny okay. if it was Pee Wee Herman.
2: Well, that, I, mean, I know. You never know. I mean, they're kind of <laughs> two different people. I mean, Paul Rubens doesn't have a, a, his name on a Hollywood Walk of Fame, but Pee Wee Herman does. Right. Isn't that a slap in the face? It is a slap I'd be in pissed the
0: face. if that was him. Paul I'd Rubens got him. a couple of rails up his nostril, though, too.
2: That he does, baby. That he does.
0: And speaking of rails up the nostril, this <laughs> week, X-Pac was acquitted of the methamphetamine charges as the drugs tested were for a yeast infection and were indeed not the drug known methamphetamine. as...
2: Methamphetamine.
0: Yes. <laughs> you know what? Ex- the worst part old, of all this... Good old Pac it, had, had a real yeast infection. And it was yeah, a legitimate I mean, problem.
2: He didn't do anything wrong... But now the whole world knows that he's had a yeast infection for a year. That's pretty fucking embarrassing for somebody yes. who did nothing wrong. Right, right. Mm. I mean, he did try to sn- sneak a bunch of marijuana through. So, I mean, he did do something, but.
0: But it was I mean, the legal you can't amount. The guy for that. It
2: was, yeah, it was the legal amount. I don't think it's the legal amount to
0: take <laughs> on an airplane and fly across country. <laughs>
2: But it's probably the legal amount tell me what California. that legal
0: amount is I need to know that for future endeavors right no, I'm <laughs> does it and have you know, to be saying, inserted rectally that's another and big they kept question.
2: saying he had um he had liquid marijuana cigarettes so I'm thinking to myself is that just like a, is that like is that just like a vape is that like a marijuana probably. vape
0: yeah probably like an e cig with THC
2: yeah I mean to me a marijuana cigarette's a joint Liquid marijuana is like liquid THC, which you can add to various things, or just take in, in a dab on the tongue or something, you know. Right. But.
0: Right to the. Yeah, end I'm off.
2: assuming it's just like a vape. Which is cool. I'm all for it. He can do that. With everything the guy's gone through in his life, you know what? If he wants, to, if he wants to puff on a fucking e joint, go right ahead, Pac. That's right?
0: fine. Fuck yeah. No, and I've definitely, I've definitely heard of. Um e juice with thc added to it and oh yeah yeah it sounds delightful yeah. it really does how can you how can you how can you hate a guy for it you know you don't even have to deal with the pot smell yeah yeah and if and
2: if you're looking for some you can pick something up at the happy happy camper in colorado folks go check it out yeah. The happy camper. It's a good spot to go visit for all your marijuana THC
0: needs. Or you can buy it from Valvinus. The big Balboski. Yeah, Captain Cannabis.
2: KK, if you will. <laughs> I just I just said the two damn it. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I got some good news. How about uh, Low Key winning the X Division title at, at TNA in an amazing, in an amazing Ultimate X match? Um, I haven't watched a lot of Impact lately, but I did go back and watch just that match, and you that know, was just fan damn
0: tastic. I actually did watch the very beginning of TNA this week uh, with the big, the big, with um, Big Papa Pump. No, Big Papa Pump wasn't there in the portion I saw. It was a match. Oh, I, don't, I
2: don't think that that one hasn't aired yet. Now that you said it, it was
0: a match between a guy with big guy with face paint and a big afro, and he reminded me a lot of oh, yeah, uh,
2: um, he used to wrestle oh, in JCW. Kong.
0: Uh,
2: Kong um, um, and, and why am I why right? am I why am I running a blank on his name? Did, uh, yeah, that uh, that promo that him and his girl did, man. They were uh, they were too much in, in TNA, but he's 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 something else, man. I kind of like him. I think he could go places, and you can do a lot with him. Congo Kong, Congo
0: Kong. I'm pretty okay. sure it's Congo Kong. Yeah, that sounds right.
2: Either that, or I'm just thinking of the Kong, and that's all I can think of right now. But I'm pretty sure it's Congo Kong. But speaking of which, catch
0: Fat a- Mac on Fantastic Fables with Donkey Kong tomorrow. Ooh, woo, woo, woo. DK. <laughs> Donkey Thank you for Kong. The cheap plug there, man. DK. <laughs> Donkey Kong is here. Ew. I could do the whole rap, um, but I won't.
2: Yeah, I kind of like him. You know, he's I finally like back.
0: No, bringing... <laughs> I won't do it.
2: <laughs> I like that they're bringing uh, Big Papa Pump back. I've always been a Scott Steiner fan. He was my son's favorite wrestler between him and Hulk Hogan when my son was Big a kid. Sexy. It was Big Papa Pump and Hulk Hogan. Um. <laughs> They brought Joseph Park back. I think that's amazing. That was yeah, one of Jay my favorite Park. gimmicks, and some people hated it.
0: Yeah, no, I'm going to have to go I back and ca- finish watching the episode of TNA. I think I'm going to have to start keeping a closer eye on it. But it's you so know, I'm, rough. I'm trying to. I can't watch nothing but wrestling all week. That's not in my diet. Then, then I have you don't have like it. Then, you, then it's not
2: enjoyable. You got to right. enjoy it.
0: Right. You know? that's why that's why you'll catch us we'll give you like bites of shows here and there and like every now and then you'll get some new japan or some ring of honor but mostly it's wwe because that's what we feel like we have to watch but you know what if if the shows keep going the way they're going it's gonna change and we'll start talking about other shit right it might just be lucha underground tna
2: impact and ring of honor that might be all you guys are getting <laughs> that might be all we're watching
0: and indies, we're gonna we gotta get to more of these local indies.
2: Yeah, these India guys, we gotta check them out. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna do it through the whole night. I'm gonna do it through the whole night. <laughs> You're gonna have to say independence. Get used to saying independence.
0: <laughs> Can't say indies anymore.
2: Yeah, actually, the other night when I was feeling really sick, I I put on. Oh, it was a really old SummerSlam, SummerSlam '91 or something. I just wanted some of that old campy WWF shit that I loved, and it was in, it was so enjoyable to sit back and just enjoy the show.
0: Right, I yeah. liked that.
2: I liked I liked just being able to sit back and enjoy the show.
0: But oh, any other news? of the weird Jinder Mahal sat down with ESPN this week and said he's been drug tested plenty and never failed one in reference to Ryback's criticism on his new physique
2: yeah that's what he says um, you know what all I gotta say is I, I've never seen a grown man get that much acne that quickly without
0: something going on. I'm just going to say it. Sorry. Maybe he just started shaving his body for his new role and it has a bunch of ingrown hairs. Maybe. (laughs) Right? Maybe
2: he's just finally hitting puberty and
0: that's why he got so ripped.
2: (laughs) He's just a late bloomer. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Did you hear about just, Cody I Rhodes
0: snapping probably. on the fan who called Goldust a jobber? No. Yeah. He, he just he shot back on Twitter and was talking about how Goldust is a shoe-in for a future Hall of Famer. And nobody nobody really sees Goldust's career for what it actually is and how long he's been relevant. He's stayed fairly relevant. Every time he's in wwe actively he's relevant in a sense oh yeah
2: i i, I give the man credit and any and he will be he's gonna be a,
0: a wwe mean, hall of famer when you, you get know. into the company you have to be willing to but, accept the fact that you're gonna be a b or a c side superstar because the company needs those people
2: that's just, just as it. much and as that's they need their
0: front runners right and as long as you know your role there's no shame in what you do I don't think that's, so, because like you why, said, like, we need them. Yeah, he's Slater. I've been embracing him more lately, even though he's not doing anything currently. But he's Slater. Jinder Mahal, you know. I mean, Jinder Mahal's breaking out of it. I don't see Goldust breaking out of it.
2: You said but Jinder Mahal's breaking out. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop. No, I, I agree. I agree. And you know, it, yeah. I mean, now with the brand split, you can do more with people, and it's it's a shame <laughs> that it's this far along in Goldust's career. I got some because shit for I, you. I don't.
0: Sean Waltman may have eluded the recent drug charges, but recently put out a video saying he may still be headed to prison. Oh yes, for because his, he did not warrant. Yeah, he didn't go through the proper proceedings in a 2004 DUI charge.
1: Yeah, I mean,
2: that's old, and you can't knock him for that. I mean, that's just, that's his past catching up to him. Yeah, but I mean... The guy hasn't hit his past. He he doesn't deny his
0: past. It caught up to him because Um, of this airport incident. It would suck. I would hate to be labeled like that, where you can't be in an airport with pills without people thinking you have meth, you know, because that's who you are. But you do it
2: to yourself. You know, I, I, it took me a long time to, to get past my image because I did a lot of stuff in, in my in my other years. But you do it to yourself. You label yourself something. Other people don't label you anything. You label yourself anything you've ever been labeled. And it's up to you to determine how you handle that. You know what I mean? Yeah. X-Pac is, I mean, yeah, they're, they're always going to be on him for pills. And the reason for that is because the man has been busted with pills and... And been on video doing shit and just notorious for always doing it. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's it sucks and it's not fair. Well, no, it is fair, but it does suck. I guess. I don't know.
0: That's the way I look at it. Yeah. And in one last little piece of Memorial Day news, did you see Randy Orton's Memorial Day video? Chillin' pool side with his dog. Camera pans around. I did. Around. That was good. Camera pans around the pool. His kids jump in the pool. Keeps panning. The kid's there. He's about to jump in. Pans. And Randy Orton RKO's out of nowhere. Beautiful. Right? Beautiful. It was awesome. I loved it. I, I loved mean, you, it. You could tell the whole time. As soon as it started panning around and you started seeing yeah, the kids, you, you're no. like, somebody's getting RKO'd. What? Yeah, you knew they were getting RKO'd. Good on Randy to not like- make YouTubers edit it for once. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, we got, uh, we got, we got, we're about an hour in, local. We got Raw, we got SmackDown, and we got the upcoming uh, Extreme Rules, which yeah, it almost seems like... Just- just had a pay per view last week.
0: I uh, know it's crazy. It just it keeps happening, and, and it's going to keep happening.
2: Yeah, I you know I personally don't like it. Um, I think it gives it gives WWE an excuse. They already had an excuse when they went to the ten dollar subscription fee.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so they already had an excuse that hey. I mean, we're just giving you a $10 show. That's all we have to produce. But now when they can give you two or three in a month, I mean, they're literally giving you a $5 or $2 show. So it just gives them an excuse to just slack off and and half-ass it, I think. I don't Mm -hmm. like that they have an excuse. Not saying they always do. Sometimes they follow through. But it gives them an excuse if they want to half-ass it.
0: Yeah. Yeah how much you want to bet Maurice is going to jump in and slap Dean Ambrose in the face during the match. So Dean Ambrose, I'm I'm hoping
2: with the, with the stipulation they have, I'm hoping that she's banned from ringside. I mean, that would only make sense to me. I don't know, but that's, I mean, that's, that's what I'm, that's the way I look at it. I think it only makes sense that she'd be banned from ringside. I don't, I don't know. Do we want to get into predictions? Yeah, let's do that. Or do we want to discuss
0: Raw and SmackDown first? No, let's get into predictions.
2: Or do we want to uh, do we want to talk Raw first because that's leading into it and then do predictions and then do SmackDown? Okay. Well, I don't know. Raw's leading into it. I don't know. Let's do that. I don't know. Let's there might be something this. that the folks listening don't know about on Raw that we're going to bring up. Okay. Talking let's, about. let's talk about Raw.
0: Um, it sucked. Now onto onto the. No, I'm just kidding. So when you go raw, it's all about taking that condom and tossing it aside.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. I think it's no vaseline, no
0: lubrication,
2: (laughs) with no vaseline, just a match and a little bit of gasoline. Ouch. How it gets the party started. <laughs> yeah, I started off with a pretty boring segment. I'm I'm, I'm really getting sick of these. Every, both Raw and SmackDown are doing it now, where every, every show has to open up with a handful of wrestlers. I mean, first it's just one, <laughs> and then it's two, and then it's four, and then it's six, and it just leads into a tag match. And then it's half and the we locker see it room. Coming. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. We don't yeah. care.
0: Yeah.
2: This one started with Miz TV. And then he had Sheamus and Cesaro come out. And my first thought was, hey, finally they're doing one of these things where it's not just Miz's opponent. And he's actually right. going to talk to the people. Right. And get a storyline moving like it's supposed to do. But that that isn't what happened. Um, and it, it ended up with... Um, the, the the Hardys coming out. And then after the Hardys came out, Dean Ambrose had to come out, of course, because he's going to be facing The Miz. <laughs> Turned into a, a six-man tag match that was Turned just... into
0: a quickly-press-the-fast-forward button on my end.
2: Yeah, I didn't care for it. It didn't do much for me. Ambrose and Hardys won. Um, to me, I mean, to me... It, it seems like I I think that uh, I think Dublin 07 is, is taking the belts in the cage. What do you think? Or oh, wait, what, wait, 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 I I know we shouldn't get into predictions yet. I'm sorry. Right. I'm getting ahead of him. I'm sorry. You but this be. did lead into one of the, one of my favorite parts of the night because they show all the commentators talking and I thought they caught Corey Graves off, 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 uh, uh, they, they caught him uh, off off deck or whatever, you know. Um, off guard. Off guard. Thank you. <laughs> Think of the <laughs> word guard. <laughs> wow. Thank you for saving my ass later. <laughs> I thought that they had caught Corey Graves off guard because he was on his phone and wasn't even looking up while they were talking. And I was like, "Oh shit, he's gonna get a talking to." But turns out it was part of an angle because
0: they're like, "Corey, <laughs> Corey," and he's part like, oh, of an man. angle. Which part of angle was it?
2: Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so he goes backstage and he's talking to Kurt Angle, and basically, they sa- he said something like, um, "Like uh, um, Kurt Angle had they had somebody had some really bad information and how he's the worst general manager, and is a disgrace to Olympic gold medalists everywhere." And Corey Graves is playing whole. Hey, I'm on your side, man. I, I'm on your side. What if it's Karen
0: Jarrett? oh shit oh shit the plot fucking thickens (laughs) that would be
1: too much
2: and for uh, for any listeners out there who don't know Karen Jarrett is the wife the current wife of uh, Jeff Jarrett who is the current uh, president of or or at least some sort of actual figurehead in in, um, TNA wrestling right now Impact Wrestling Impact Wrestling, thank you. And uh, she is also the former <laughs> wife of Kurt Angle. And, um, ir- well, I don't know if it's ironic, however you want to say it, cockledly. Yeah. Uh, cockledly.
0: <laughs> Publicly she cockledly.
2: fucking Jeff Jarrett while they were still married. Karen and, and Kurt were still married while all three of them were working in Impact Wrestling. So, yeah, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> but no I'm into this I'm into this they could easily they could easily flop it we know WWE this could oh, be yeah. a big flop but for right now they, they have me interested
0: yes I'm at le- at the very least hoping it leads to Kurt Angle returning to the ring
2: I'm thinking it will I'm thinking this is probably his his, his upcoming opponent the, my biggest fear is that it's just Stephanie McMahon mm-hmm that's my biggest fear.
0: But you know, that, Angle says the thing that Jason asked if it is Stephanie McMahon is she couldn't go a week without calling McFoley if she was away from the show and having conversations with him on the show. Why wouldn't right. she text Kurt Angle directly?
2: And you know, and Angle him? asked Corey, he's like, "Well, how did you get this?" And Corey just says to him, "Hey, people come and talk to me." I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I so could, I could see. What if it open. was
0: Karen Jarrett, like talking about back when he was an alcoholic and like beating her and shit, right? And how he's a uh, disgrace you- to the to to the Olympic medals, you know? Uh it all ties in. Right. Like, holy shit, that could be Jeff interesting.
2: comes in. They they tie in the whole Impact Wrestling. What if this is their
0: rationality? For getting fucking broken mat out of Impact's <laughs> hands. Like, yeah, you guys will promote your show on WWE for a couple weeks. Right? <laughs> Cross-brand right. promotion. Dude, dude, I, we're connecting some lines here. This is beautiful. This is this what beef be, all about. Be awesome. Who needs actual really? facts when you have two guys pulling shit out of thin air? That just sounds oh, right. Yeah. But if it sounds right in professional wrestling, that's what's going on. That's why you go with it, man. That's how you go with it. You go with it.
2: We could write. We could write the whole thing from right not right here tonight. Right here tonight. You know, it would be. It would be awesome. Somebody. Somebody brings a telegram, and they're like, "God, I recognize that guy." Oh shit! It's EC three. Damn. He's here. Yeah, Vanguard one flying in and shit. Um, moving on. Hey, we, we seen some more of the drifter today and you know what? You might not like he's this. You good. may not like this pasty and I would have never thought I'd say this, but I think I'm warming up to Elias Sampson faster than I am to Baron Corbin, dude.
0: I will say it was the first song he's ever sang in the ring that was actually bearable. It was good. Right. And, and I and like what he said. Yeah. The, it, it was almost like a John Cena freestyle, you know what I mean? But sung with yeah. a guitar. they're
2: not great songs, but I'm I'm liking where he's going with it. Yeah. I like that
0: they gave him a jobber. You no, know, and I, I so always that could said, make a difference. Bear, uh, Bear, Samson, Samson's yeah. like Baron Corbin.
2: That that's why that's why I akin him to him, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. But I'm actually.
2: I'm getting into this guy more than Corbin. I think I just like, I guess Corbin to me doesn't have a gimmick right now on the roster. And at least this guy has a gimmick I can somewhat understand.
0: Yeah. I'm excited to see where they take it. I didn't see much hope for Samson in the beginning, but it's definitely turning into something. Yeah. I also think it's just Raw scrambling to find a monster to replace Braun Strowman for the immediate future.
2: I don't think Samson's a monster by no means. I don't even think he'll ever get booked no, that way. but, but he's
0: a—he's a big bad guy. You know, he's—he's he's pretty big. It's something.
2: He's really mellow. for a monster. He's a mellow monster man. Till the
0: ring go till the till the bell goes
2: off. Oh, don't start! Now you're getting into a Doc Gallows fucking territory, man. Festus, with fucking um. Jesse Festus. And Festus. <laughs> the bell rings and all of a sudden he's just crazy. <laughs> yeah we don't want to get into that no. and then we had what i thought was going to be probably the match of of at least the the week for wwe we had finn balor versus samoa joe versus bray wyatt yeah in a three-way that i really really enjoyed
0: i was really excited for I'm this really... leading up last week last week when they announced that this was happening like it was boner material right it was good. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a triple threat of of three people we've never even considered seeing together in a ring before at the same time.
2: Yeah, at least at least not in the past. You know, not in the past five years, you wouldn't have ever expected those three to be in the ring together. Right. And and we got them, and mm-hmm. it's awesome. And I, and I really liked the ending. You know, they they had a lot of good back and forth. throughout. actually, I liked it at very first because um. Because Bray Wyatt just sat down and then he just left the ring and he's like, dude, you guys fight. I'm, I'm, you know, I always love when a heel does that. That's, that's classic heel. And as long as they don't make every single heel do that every time, I enjoy it. But then at the end, uh, Balor hit Wyatt with the Coup de Gras. Mm. And right after he did it, Joe threw him into the ring post and just covered Wyatt. And that again, that is perfect heel there also. Yes, is stealing indeed. the babyface's
0: conquering win, you know? Hmm. I was definitely a win that Joe needed, hundred percent, and the right kind of win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it it was, and he looked strong during the match. They let everybody look strong, I
2: thought, which I enjoy. And and heading into the pay per view, it's good that they didn't have a like. I mean, obviously Joe was the winner, but they didn't have somebody who definitively owned the match. It was even throughout the whole thing, anybody could have won, and Joe just happened to steal that win. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of ashamed that Wyatt has to eat the pinfall again. Wyatt eats so many pinfalls. He's he's the eater of pins. He's not the eater of worlds, you know? Mm-hmm. But so th- those are the breaks, you know? And then bring we up, got into the up, women's up. right. We got into the women's revolution highlight match, the cruiserweight match with Noam Dar and uh, with Alicia Fox versus Rich Fox. Squ- with, r- I was called him squad. <laughs> Squatch Rick Squatch. One and with Rick It's the Rick Squatch. <laughs> That's like that's like beef squatch from Bob's Burgers with Rick Sanchez, the Rick yep. squatch. <laughs> it's Rick in the beef squatch uh, outfit. That's awesome. <laughs> we should make that. So, you know what? That probably exists somewhere online. Somebody's already drew it. happen. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. And this was a nothing match. Nobody cares. They're put into the. They're put into the. Um, the pay per view after this match, and I guess the extreme rule is that it's an intergender match, but it's. It's one of them where the women, where the men can't hit the the women at least. You know what I mean? So, to me, that's not an extreme rule. That's just a rule.
0: There is a Rick Squatch. Rick Squatch does exist on a show called Powerhouse.
1: (laughs) It is not
0: (laughs) Rick Sanchez and Beef Squatch.
2: It will be. It fucking will be. Um, and WWE is, is kinda riding beef sticks coattails. As we had pointed out on Facebook and on our podcast, the revival happened to be backstage just shortly after Enzo Amore was attacked last week. Um, one of the one of the one of the, the announcers was back there talking with
0: them. They but said they were there last week. If you aren't in the ring, aren't you backstage? If you're a wrestler,
2: but not if you're out on injury, like they're supposed to be. I suppose. You know, at least Dawson was supposed to be, or uh, not. Uh, Dash Dash mm-hmm. Wilder is supposed to be out on injury. Um. So, anyways, they said they were there, but they were back. They were backstage doing. Um, what did they say? Big, not big guy work important guy work or we're back here doing big, making big moves or something. I don't remember. They said something really stupid. (laughs) I don't know. But anyways, um, so then they're, 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 so there, they're trying to hint, you know, they're, they're, they're showing you, oh man, could be the revival took out Enzo. But then right after that, big cast walks up to the commentary booth and confronts Corey Graves about conf- Corey Graves talking about how he's pretty sure it was Cass that did it. So I don't know. I've been talking about the split between Cass and Enzo for, oh man, it's been probably six months. I mean,
0: at this oh, yeah. point, I'm going You've been waiting for this, you drooling all over yourself about it. But,
2: but, you know, now it's like they're making it. They're making it very obvious that it could be either Revival or Big Cass. I'm wondering if they aren't planning on going down a third fork in the road. You know what I mean? I don't know.
0: Corey Graves.
2: And if it is, who would it be? Would it be Corey Graves?
0: I'm thinking thinking Corey Graves might be cleared to wrestle soon.
2: Hey, maybe that's why Kurt Angle's a disgrace, because he's been beating the shit out of Enzo. (laughs)
0: Maybe it's Kurt. And Enzo told Karen Jarrett about it. Right? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Enzo's banging Karen Um, these days. He could be. You heard it here first on B sticks, folks. Stay tuned for leaked photos and video. Starring Xavier Woods. And Brad Maddox. (laughs) Two brothers.
2: <laughs> turn, turn,
0: Jared, turning a page, <laughs> and that's when things got knocked into 12th gear. They crossed swords, and, and there was me. no lube, <laughs> but there was real turbulent juice. <laughs> Uh. And that's when she said,
2: "Get up out of my eye
0: holes, (laughs) my assholes, holes." She has multiple.
2: We had a throwaway match with Kalisto versus Titus O'Neil and Apollo Cruz. You know, I'm I don't really care about Titus and Apollo. I hope Apollo goes. That didn't make it to Hulu. But no.
0: No. Go figure, then right? Then had
2: what is probably the worst segment of the year so far. Could end up being the worst segment of wrestling this year total. They had Alexa Bliss come out and do a Bailey This Is Your Life segment. Similar to when uh, Mankind did it for The Rock. You know, we, we all, us Attitude Era wrestling mm. fans, remember that classic segment? Rock, this is your life. Um, but this was just fucking horrible. And to all due respect, Alexa was pretty on point. I can't even say she did horrible. The segment itself was just destined to fail. Um, she brought in, um, her, like, uh, her teacher. She brought in her fourth grade teacher, miss flapper, <laughs> which, uh, any folks out there who don't know what a flapper is, look up 1920s pornography. Um, but she said that, that Bailey was, was the, the best, the best student, she was always in the first row, and she had her father in school with her every day. Because otherwise she would cry. Yeah, whatever. Funny. Then Bailey brought out her... her. Bailey's best is the gal. And Tracy said, Bailey was the nicest girl ever. And she said everything was great. Until one night, they stopped becoming friends because... Bailey would never go anywhere, because all she would do was sit in the house and watch Raw and SmackDown, and she wouldn't do anything. So this makes me wonder, why did WWE just make themselves look uncool? Right. Like, what was the point? She never wanted to do anything. All she do is watch Raw and SmackDown. Okay, so now you're making your product sound uncool.
0: Yeah, don't do that. Like, to okay.
2: No, don't do that. Then they got Bailey's ex-boyfriend, Phil Johnson, which I could not help but but hear <laughs> Phil Johnson every time <laughs> Alexis said it. Phil Johnson! I got Phil Johnson here. I want to Phil Johnson. Somebody let me Phil Johnson. Um, And then Phil says that he liked Bailey, but... Her father came with all the dates and he almost killed her or killed. He almost killed her father. That would have made a better fucking sketch <laughs> than this one. But he didn't. He almost kissed her father. But then he said the only reason he even went out with Bailey is because he wanted to be with Tracy. And then they start making out. And it was just really <laughs> awkward and uncomfortable. The people in the audience were chanting "boring" and and really didn't care. I mean, at home, me watching, I felt just really uncomfortable. Like this, this isn't uncomfortable because I feel bad for Bailey. This is uncomfortable because it's just fucking weird. So then Bailey comes out. Uh, she, I think she hits a Bailey to belly on Alexa. She she knocks Alexa down, anyways. One thing I do like about the, all the segments that have that have happened so far leading into this kendo stick up match is that they keep getting Bailey close to hitting Alexa with it, but she hasn't even hit her once yet. So that's going to make it a big deal when Bailey gets that kendo stick down off the pole and finally whacks the shit out of Alexa Bliss. I do like that they're building that. What so if it she
0: doesn't happen if Alexa's the one to grab it? Just a a couple times. I mean, I'm hoping it's not whoever grabs it wins. No, it's whoever grabs no it gets to, to use it. Only the person who grabs well, it, it gets to use it.
2: No, no. Yeah. They've never no, been that's, like that. That's what they said. That's what they said. No, once it's in play, anybody can use it if they drop it.
0: Bet you $1,000. Um, 1000 freaking dollars. Have you ever
2: watched an on a pole match? Yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, they can drop it, and then the other person can use it. No. And I'm sure it, it isn't going to be fun if only one person is using it anyways. But either way, no matter who ends up grabbing it, I mean, Bailey's going to get that whack on her. You know what I mean? Because they've been building it up. I hope. But she didn't get it this time. Um, and and um, I, it was it was just a long and horrible segment, I thought.
0: you're you're speechless you're speechless pasty <laughs> it was god-awful i read nothing but bad things about it on the internet at this point <laughs> of raw i was sleeping what a, that's right you didn't make it through <laughs> um in my defense crew- i read it was a bad bad segment before i watched raw and so i was like if there's any time to fall asleep it's now oh yeah <laughs>
2: Um, then we, we had the tag match, a cruiserweight tag match that wasn't much, but it got him airtime. Austin Aries and Jack Gallagher versus TJ Perkins and Neville. Woo! Again, and uh, and and Aries, uh, Aries won with the uh, with the last chancery. Ooh! So that's 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 really good. That's really good. He got Neville in the last chancery. That goes into the submissions-only match going in between Austin and and Neville. So it it, it gives a little momentum in Austin Aries' side. And then we had what I thought was going to be a dud of a match, especially after that triple threat earlier with Joe and Wyatt and and Balor. Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. I've read a lot of negative comments online about this and seen uh, videos where people haven't been high on this match, I think this is one of the better matches these two guys have had the ever. I mean, I really enjoyed it. There was a lot of back and forth. They're um, both I, really I coming liked... into
0: their own this year, like like really. I thought Seth Rollins was developing a lot back when he was Triple H's architect, but right? they're both like leaps and but It's ounce. just a blueprint. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: And then there was a there was a really awesome uh, uh, awesome move that I liked here, a spot where Rollins did the uh, buckle bomb inside the ring to Reigns, and um, and hey, it's Superman Reigns, but this is the kind of shit Reigns needs to be doing. As soon as Reigns hit that buckle and his feet landed on the mat, he dove at Rollins and nailed a Superman punch. So he got that last little burst of energy out, nailed the Superman punch, and both men were down. And I thought that was really cool. Yes. Some people didn't like that move because they said he wasn't selling. You know, I think he was selling, and I think this is the kind of stuff you see a lot in You can get hit
0: with something, and as long as there's the momentum there to bounce you back, you can come through with one more thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, you can. Especially when right afterwards you're both down. It's a good way to set up both people being just out of it Mm -hmm. because you both just hit a giant move
0: on each other heightened drama people heightened drama
2: i enjoyed it and it was actually um a a pretty good a a pretty good ending also um rollins actually went for the phoenix splash like actually performed it but reigns moved out of the way so you know it's pretty big when he's actually pulling the phoenix splash out to begin with right like he only does that select pay-per-views and and they did that and then Rollins went for the went for that knee, but Reigns ducked and then hit him with a spear. He bounced off the ropes, hit him with the spear, and got the pin. And I didn't mind Reigns winning this way. I thought it made both guys look strong. I thought it made Reigns look look really strong going into the pay per view, actually, which they want to do. But it, they didn't do it in a forced way. Like I thought. The story was here in this match, which is what I try to get at a lot of times, I think. The storytelling, the story was here in the match.
0: Yeah, I, really I, knew, I knew it was going to be a really good one. I, 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 I knew it. I was kind of sad I didn't stay up for it. I was exhausted, though, and at the end of a long day, it's always nice to fall asleep to wrestling. It's comforting, you know? Nice kickback you know in the recliner. It, it actually is. It's nice. I understand, like, my father and my grandpa and, like, their need to watch football just so they can take a nap. I love wrestling. That was, um.
2: So that was the. That was raw. Yeah. That was raw. As raw Raw. as it gets, baby. Raw. It wasn't very good. Um, they dropped ratings again from last week. Last week was the lowest in two decades.
0: Worst ratings of the year so far and almost the worst ratings ever. We're getting close.
2: Yeah, worst ratings in multiple decades. It really is getting really, really, really bad. Um, mm-hmm. Scarily bad. And I know you were, you know, you were defending them the other week, saying, you know, ratings don't matter. But man, when the lows keep getting this low, that has to mean something. I'm sorry, but it just has to. It'd well, be one thing to say they're not getting the same ratings they used the weather's to. But the weather is so nice, and it
0: was the holiday week, and I can see why ratings are low. Uh, Memorial but Day, especially, every- was a fucking beautiful day.
2: Dude, but not every fucking Monday Night Raw is on a holiday. So you act—you can't use that anymore. If this no. was the, the only low one in the last five Raws, then yes, you could say that. But every but raw I'm willing going to down, bet so if you see a that continuing that had trend to do with
0: it. of WWE pulling in low ratings during these warm months as so- soon as it starts to cool off and snow again, ratings are going to go back up pasty it's a guarantee
2: ratings in two decades this is not the only time there's been warm weather in two decades
0: no i'm not saying that that. it is a huge deficit currently yes but it's gonna come back it's it has to
2: it will yeah i agree it will but i don't think it will until they wwe has
0: the best roster of talent they have possibly ever had and possibly have you know any wrestling promotion. Had.
2: It's it's not the talent, man. It's not the talent. Look, like I just said, they're start, they're starting every single raw with uh, a handful of guys talking in the ring and leading up to a tag match. So already you don't have to be invested. You know, right, you don't right. have to. You already know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, way to treat your top uh, guys.
2: You you keep you get rematch after rematch. There's been some raws where like you'll get a match between wrestler A and wrestler B. And then the pay-per-view will be a match between the same wrestler A and wrestler B. And then the match after the pay-per-view is the match between the same wrestler A and wrestler B. Yeah. So why do you have to watch those matches, you know? They just they need to change up the formula. I'm worried. It, they're not going anywhere. Don't get me wrong. I'm not worried that WWE is going to crumble. They're going to be around in another two decades.
0: With the worst but ratings it, ever. <laughs>
2: They need to do something
0: is what it they does, need to it do. It does make me sad that with such a such a stacked roster of talent the ratings are so low. But definitely fire your fire your writers. You should definitely be seeing that. Fire your damn writers.
2: So, yeah. Yeah. Or or or, or stop, or stop fucking or with your rosters on your
0: shows. Them. Stop fucking with your rosters on your shows. Cause at this rate, in two months already, we have SummerSlam and we're scheduled for another superstar shakeup. At this point, there's nothing to build on. We have nothing yeah, we to hold built on to. we
2: have other than gender.
0: Right. <laughs> it's so sad. It, it's, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous, man. But um, with that, I say let's get into the least extreme, extreme rules in recent memory. All right, and
2: I have a special treat to all the beef sticks listening here. We've got a little Slim Jim in the studio with us today giving us a youth perspective is Phantom Loke. And he's going to be giving us his picks and what he thinks of the matches coming into this. Yes, not two old, fat, drunk guys telling you what's fucking right and wrong. We're going to give you a different perspective. We've given you women's perspectives. Now we're giving you the youth's vision.
0: Gotta play to all demographics, you know.
2: So, Phantom Loke, you want to give him a little hello?
1: Hi.
0: Hello. Welcome to the podcast.
2: We are honored to have him on today. Um, so, why don't you
0: break it down, Pasty? All right. Extreme Rules is kicking off with the Extreme Match. Sasha Banks and Rich Swan versus Alicia Fox and Noam Dar. Alicia Fox What a horrendous matchup. What are they doing to the boss? Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, it's it's she's she's fallen so far, man. So far, so fast. They should have just turned her heel when you said so, and everything would be great right now. Yeah, much better for
2: her than it is now, and she—it's not like she's really getting Rich Swan over.
0: No, Rich Swan was already over. She's just—they're both falling. I think is what's happening here. Yeah. All
2: right, you wanna—you wanna give your perspective? M-
0: my perspective. My perspective. Is I obviously, Rich Swan and the boss win this one, but nobody's gonna care because why are you doing this match? How about you, Phantom Luke?
2: Phantom Luke, what do you think? Rich Swan and Sasha Banks, Noam Dar and Alicia Fox, mixed tag. Well,
1: I think I think the whole match is gonna be trash. Well, yeah, that's
2: true. I would agree with Garbage. you there.
1: But, yeah, the only, I'm only going with Sasha Banks because I don't know more than anybody else. I think she's good, though. I think she'll win.
2: Going with
0: the boss and Rich Swan, That's, that's a pretty solid pick. Um, Although it would be great you know, to I, see the boss put Noam Dar in the bank statement and make him tap. That would be awesome. That would be great. And we could be seeing that. I could see that to happen very much so. Very, very much so. I think I'm going to go with... um,
2: You know what? I I, I think WWE is screwing up so much on this 205 Live. I think they're going to have Noam Dar and Alicia Fox win.
0: (laughs) Way to be the colored commentator.
2: There you go. There you go.
0: Up next, we got... Neville versus Austin Aries in a submission match for the WWE Cruiserweight title of the Universe.
1: Um.
2: Yeah. Uh. You know. I as much as I love Austin Aries, and I, I would love to see him win, especially in a submissions only. I think this is setting it up to be in his favor and I think with him getting the win on this last match they just had and the fact that I still think they need to get Austin out of the 205 live cruiserweight division and onto a main roster I god I'm even though this would be the best place for Austin Aries to be the conquering hero and beat Neville I'm going to say Neville retains as king of the cruiserweights
0: I think so I don't think it's time yet myself
1: Yes, I think that too. It's I love I Neville should win. She should be still the king of cruiserweights. You
0: think so? Yep. All right, there you go.
2: Everybody's going with Neville on this one. I surprise, definitely think. Oh, I definitely
0: think extreme rules is WWE's code name for we're screwing the fans hard again. Very well, could be.
2: They like a. Good and with screwing.
0: that, the next match is the Hardy Boys versus. Cesaro and Sheamus, Shemaro, or Dublin 07, in a steel cage match for the Raw Tag Team titles of the universe. Uh,
2: so, Phantom Loke, what do you think? The Hardy Boys and uh, Seamus Cesaro in the steel cage, what do you think will happen?
1: Uh, I like the Hardy boys win, and I love one time I loved him go broken at least one sometime.
2: Go broken? What do you think? Like maybe uh <laughs> Matt takes a big fall off of the off of the cage or something like that. Yep. Falls through an announce table. Yep. Goes broken, huh? Mm-hmm. That that would be all right. Do you want to see him turn on Brother Nero then, or yes. do you want to see them th- together? I want to
1: see them together actually. Do
0: you? Do you? Okay. I wanted to be together for a while, if indeed it happens, but I don't think it happens now. I think it should have happened after Cesaro and Seamus shook the hands of the Hardy Boys and then came back and stomped the hell out of them. That's right. when the breaking should have happened, if it was going to happen.
1: Right. I,
0: once again, eh, no. Cage match, it's still like a ladder. The Hardy Boys are going to jump off of it and maybe that could lead to their demise but i'm going to say the hardy boys retain um i do want to say i think um
2: i think like phantom Loke said if if they had the rights to the broken universe right now um i agree with you they should have done it already but if they had the rights now this is another perfect time for them to do it fall off of the cage get thrown into the cage Something can knock Matt out for a, a week, two weeks, three weeks, and come back broken. Again, yeah, we, we we're pretty sure that's not gonna happen just with all the legal BS.
0: Yeah. Um, as long I, as I he's got that perfect, white streak in his hair, we can't lose hope, though. Right.
2: I'm thinking that this is the perfect chance for Dublin 07 to to take it back. I think Hardy's. I think Hardy's were a a niche holder for the belt. Um, they were just coming in. They were a big name. They were on their their expedition of gold, so they they came in and won the titles right away. I don't think they were ever meant to keep them long, and I think it's a good way of putting over both both Sheamus and Cesaro. And I think the cage match gives these two guys a a good a good uh, um, a medium to just demolish the Hardys. And Like you said, I think maybe maybe them taking extreme, maybe uh, Jeff taking extra risks is what costs it for him.
0: Right. But I will say, and I've heard this week that the Hardy Boys are extremely over with the younger crowd in the WWE universe these days, and I, I worry that that could lead the WWE to just ultimately veto the Broken Mat angle because that's not going to well, appeal the children. I mean, it could but not in the right sense. Yeah, Team
2: Extreme is definitely more profitable for WWE. I don't think anybody can argue that. But, especially in WWE's current state, they could easily have the broken thing come and go within a year. Mm -hmm. And And then your Team Extreme merchandise goes through the roof once you get them back together again. You know what I mean? I don't know.
0: And next, we have Alexa Bliss versus Bailey in a kendo stick on a pole match for the Raw Women's Title of the
2: Universe. Um I mean, I I talked about it a little bit earlier. Obviously, I think I think Bailey's getting the kendo stick. I think she's whapping the shit out of Alexa. Um I'm debated. I think this is her feel good moment. I think she gets to let loose. I think she gets to show a savage side. And yes, I am directly referencing her, her infatuation with Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> so I, I think I you know what? I, I think Bailey's gonna win it here, and I think I'm okay with it. As long as I mean I think these two can still have a decent feud going on. Bayley hasn't been great as the chaser, and heels are always good at chasing a title. Mm-hmm. So maybe with Bayley being the champion, she'll have better promos. And I and I know Alexa Bliss is going to do amazing chasing. I'm going to go with Bayley here. I'll go with Bayley.
0: Yeah, no, Alexa Bliss is well off whether or not she has the women's championship. Give it to Bayley.
2: Phantom Loke, what do you think?
1: Well... Um, I really want Alex like Biswin, I just hate Bailey, that's why. You hate Bailey. I'm not a big fan of her. I mean, well the the whole match this stick on a pole makes me think of a stripper pole. <laughs>
2: <laughs> kind of stick on a pole, stripper pole, yeah. Here's your women's revolution for you again, folks. It's women dancing around a pole. It's Stripping basically what it is. It's now. a stripper
0: pole on a barbershop pole match. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alright. <laughs> What's the world coming to? (laughs) Oh, from the mouths of babes, folks.
0: (laughs) Mm. What else have we got? Dean Ambrose versus The Miz in a stipulation match for the WWE Intercontinental title.
2: The stipulation being... That if Dean Ambrose gets disqualified, is it just disqualified or is it countouts also? It's just disqualified, right, as far yeah, as I know? Yeah, just,
0: just EQ as far as it's actually been iterated. Well,
2: sometimes, sometimes it says if he's disqualified and sometimes it says no championship's advantage or no champion's advantage. So I'm not sure exactly which way it completely goes, but we know at least if Ambrose gets disqualified, he still loses the title. Um, I'm gonna go on record. I'm sick of Ambrose having the title. I don't think any oh, Ambrose yeah. title run has done anything for me yet. Um, the Miz deserves the title. The Miz has been the Miz may go down as one of your top three uh IC champs of all time. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, like right up there with Jericho.
2: And and honky tonk man. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm, you know what? I'm going to say I want Miz to win. And I think there's a good chance Miz does. As I said before, I mean, it, easily you just have... It, if, if you're not trying to make him look stupid, you have Maurice just run in the match right away and slap Miz and he wins the title. But that makes for a boring match. So that's why I'm hoping that they have Maurice banned from ringside. Because otherwise, it's either a boring match or a stupid match. Because if she's there... It's stupid for them not to do that.
0: Right. But that's what but as, I'm going as with. Long as, as long as Miz walks out the champion, I will not be upset. Doesn't matter how. There's many ways the Miz can screw over Dean Ambrose in this match. and I'm Many. Looking for and it. I hope
2: he does screw him over. I don't want it to be a clean victory. I want him to screw him over.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time.
1: Phantom
2: Look, where are you on Dean Ambrose and The Miz? Uh,
1: well, I like both of them. Dean Ambrose Voice Love, Miz Boys Love, but I think I've both Miz. Dean Ambrose just isn't doing much. Really?
0: Dean Ambrose he's is a horrible champion. So
1: yeah, I'm he like, hasn't
0: been doing much. You know, I'm mean, the uh, worst uh, champion in the company.
2: When an 11 year old wrestling fan can tell you Dean Ambrose isn't doing much, I think you just ha- you have to listen, WWE. You have to listen, WWE. Right. The kids.
0: Are talking won't somebody please think of the children this podcast currently alone has three key age demographics for your viewership listen yeah.
2: listen to us we're talking to you WWE. we know you hear us
0: you censored us during our our, our, our conspiracy our theories McMahon segment expose. yeah we know you hear us now listen to us Next up, and finally, The Rock has come back. No, he hasn't, and he won't deal with it. Extreme Rules, Fatal Five-Way, Universal Title number 1 Contenders Match of the Universe, starring Bray Wyatt, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Finn Balor, and Slow Moa Samoa Joe.
2: Um, Phantom Loke, start this one out for us. This this is the big one. Let's hear what you have to say.
1: I think Finn Balor should win because he got triple out unfairly. Like, cause, um, other people, other people have gone out and still kept the Like, um, like, uh, who is it again? Uh, Oh. You are right.
2: Other people have been injured and, and kept, come back and yeah. kept the title. Even even Brock Lesnar has already been has not defended the title much longer than Finn Balor would have been out
0: in a ridiculous amount of time.
1: Yeah.
2: So that's that's your pick off huh, Finn Balor. Yeah. Do you think we see the demon come out at this pay per view, or do you think it's just going to no. be Finn Balor?
1: Uh, I think it's Finn Balor.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think he's bringing the demon out for this one. I don't think he has to. Um, I'm kind of you know, God you go ahead pasty and i'll 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 follow up at the end as of this much one. as I would love
0: it. to see Finn Balor win this and go on to be the demon versus the beast in the ultimate hell ride so what? I would love to see that but Finn Balor is the smallest guy in this match and is very easily the, the numbers stack against him so much to me in this match he looks like fucking Sami Zayn.
2: Right, right. He he almost looks uh well not quite Ellsworth, but yeah, there you
0: go. We'll go with Sami Zayn. <laughs> yeah, no, you gotta give him some credibility. I mean, I love Balor. I just I can't get over how small he is for how how much of a push WWE wants to give him. Like to me, right? I see him and I'm like, why aren't you on 205 Live? Because he's got too much talent. I know he does. He has a huge amount and he's of talent. Got too much charisma. I get that. But to me, this match, and I have to give it up to the flip of a coin here, but this match is going to be between Bray Wyatt and Samoa Joe, and I would love to see Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar. So I think that's my pick.
1: Yeah,
0: where'd Yeah, I you screwed go? you. I stole your pick, and I screwed you. It was me, Fat Mac. It was me <laughs> all along. Right?
2: Yeah, I'm still, uh, we, we know, uh, first of all, we know it's not going to be Bray Wyatt.
0: So we get it's, that it out of way right now. It could be, and I would love it. Um, Could be Seth Rollins. Could
2: be Roman Reigns. Could be Finn Balor. Could be
0: Samoa Joe. The way I look at it, Bray Wyatt, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns have already all fought Brock Lesnar. It shouldn't be any of them.
2: Well, when has WWE cared about rehashing the same match, man? I'm saying what I care about. I think Roman I think Roman and Brock um, need to be WrestleMania. So you don't do it now. But you do need to do it for the title. I think it should be Roman versus Brock for the title at the upcoming WrestleMania. Um, easily. Definitely. Should be. And
0: Roman should win it. And one thing, also, I would hate to see Finn Balor win this. And then demon up for great balls of fire, fight Brock Lesnar and then lose as the demon. What if? What there if he goes everything.
2: view What if he wanted at this pay per view but got injured and had to relinquish it? <laughs> <laughs> the poor fucking sap. Oh God, I love Finn Balor. I love him, man. I love. Yeah. I love Fergie. He can I be a- Fergie.
0: Not just can- Finn Balor. I love Fergie. You know, he I love him Ross as next person. general manager. Oh, my God. Did you watch the 24 special on Finn Balor? I haven't. I should. Big Cass calls him Fergal on the 24 special. He calls him Fergal. I got to have my Fergal it's, in top shape, he says.
2: It's 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 real life. It's supposed to be real life, the 24s. they should call him Fergal. That's good. You know what? I, I'm i torn between Fergal and Samojo. Joe. I'm going to go with...
0: I'm going to say... Come to the dark side. Samoa Joe. Yeah. (laughs) It's the more entertaining matchup. You could actually have a match between Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe. You could have a match between those
2: two. I'll argue that because of the size difference. I think there's so much more you can do with a Balor versus Brock Lesnar. Until um, Balor
0: gets caught in one fucking F5 or suplex... And then it's 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 all on Lesnar's side.
2: But they can but they can do so much before then. You know what I mean?
0: Lesnar ain't gonna. Um, stand but for I think that. I'm Lesnar excited. You know, as soon as Samoa Joe first
2: match. signed, I was the first thing I was excited for was Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar. Yep. Um, I can't say that about Finn Balor. I can't say that about Shinsuke. As soon as Shinsuke Nakamura signed, I was like Shinsuke Brock Lesnar fuck yeah. yeah has to happen but yeah I, I think samoa joe you know i honestly i think we'd be good with anybody i don't think yeah. we want to see roman reigns versus brock
0: lesnar at a throwaway pay-per-view like balls I of fire i wouldn't be mad about it but i don't want to see it no no not it it's,
2: it needs to be pay-per-view and it should be um we know rollins and we know rollins and and Bray can have a or not Bray and uh and Brock, Brock can have a great match. So I wouldn't be disappointed with that. But I, I think he's got other stuff to do. The only thing is, if, if Samoa Joe's with Brock Lesnar, what does Seth Rollins do? Um, Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt can can bring back their feud, you know what I mean? Does yeah. Seth does Seth and Rain start a feud? Then you got to turn Seth heel again.
0: No, to, this you would be your time to, to turn Reigns. This would be your time to turn Reigns. You call you call Braun Strowman a face anyway. If Braun Strowman's a face, well, do, but just, then it. Then make Reigns a heel. Let Seth stay. Yeah, the well, face. yeah, that
2: that makes sense to
0: all of us. What if what if know. Reigns joins the Wyatt family? He's got a beardish. <laughs> He's got a beardish. Um, you know, Reigns is, is
2: obvious. We would hope Reigns gets put back in with Braun Strowman when Stron- Strowman comes back. I don't, I don't know where where Seth goes from here. I don't know. Does he go for the um? Th- does he and Miz face off for the Intercontinental Title? I I mean that seems like such a step down, but those would be some awesome matches.
0: And we know Finn hey. Balor Bray Wyatt is coming soon as a major rivalry. Hey,
2: how about this? How about Austin Aries loses the submission match to Neville. He's sick of fucking 205. He's too good for this bullshit anyways. Goes to the main roster and either calls out Seth Rollins or interferes on Seth Rollins and it's Seth Rollins, Austin Aries. You bring in the old Tyler Black, Austin Aries feud from Ring of Honor. They had such fucking amazing memorable, mind-blowing matches there. Damn, do that WWE. Bring Austin Aries up for Seth Rollins.
0: That would be good. That would be good. That would be good. That would be glorious.
2: Um, but yeah, otherwise I think it's a mojo. Yep. So, uh, that covers Raw, that covers... Extreme Rules Starring Rob Schneider
0: in <laughs> a Kinderstick on a pole yeah. That also leaves us with 10 minutes to run through The Smackdown I haven't watched So here's Fat Mac with the bullet points uh, you know, I don't want to bring up i want to bring i think everybody needs to
2: just
1: there's
2: there's the whole debate going online causing ripples everywhere i we have to bring it up no alexa bliss jojo no who's got the better ass no alexa bliss I think I like Alexa Bliss better, but I'm going JoJo with the better ass. But there you go, folks. Beef six. We we, we don't always agree. And that proves it right there. On to SmackDown. Oh. Kevin Owens opened up with his highlight reel. I like the fact that he's still using Jericho's highlight reel. I still think there's too many... Talking segments, uh wrestlers own talking segments. We opened up Raw with Ms. TV, we opened up SmackDown with the highlight reel. Fucking whatever. But it was cool. Um he called out uh Shinsuke Nakamura, and Nakamura came out without his mouth guard and gave one of the best promos I've seen since being on the main roster. Kick the fucking shit. mouth guard out.
0: Get out of here. Shut the front door! I'm telling you. I don't believe you. you. I don't believe you. you. I don't Tell believe you. you! But I'm telling you. Did he do it all in Japanese?
2: No, no, no. He came <laughs> out and... He, he, he did it in broken English. He's, but he's he not... sounded so much better without that fucking mouth guard in. Good,
0: good. I'm glad he learned common sense.
2: And I do like... And I mean, he's been doing this from the beginning. But I do like how he... He has a very slow, methodical delivery, which works with him being cold and calculating, but it also, I think, helps with his English because he can think about it ahead of time. Um, So I think it works both ways. I think it helps him sound better, but it also gives him a psychological reason, a psychological edge, if you will. Basically. Um... Um but yeah again it's it's another segment on another show um and um and again it led to uh it, it led and you could see it coming it, and and this was one of them where they just made it come out of nowhere but it came to another tag team match because uh Nakamura brings up uh Sami Zayn pinning Corbin cuz Sami Zayn got thrown into there uh, Baron Corbin comes out and then fucking Sami Zayn comes out and you just knew it was going to turn into a damn tag match. And it did. Shinsuke and Sami Zayn versus fucking Kevin Owens and Baron Corbin. It was unnecessary. Shit. Yeah, exactly. It was necessary. I didn't want to see it. Uh, the faces won. Of course. Which was cool. With, with the Kinsasha on Owens. Corbin did not take the pin. Owens took the pin. Good for Owens. Good for Corbin. I, well, yeah, it, it is, but I think Owens can afford the pin, and I think it hurts Corbin. So I'm glad that Owens took the pin so it didn't hurt Corbin, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, because Corbin's <sighs> been getting hurt lately.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, they they've kind shit. of. They can bring them back up, but they've kind of been dropping them a little bit. Um, the Usos, we're, we're talking about how they're they're running rough shit over the tag team division because they're <laughs> Usos. <laughs> And then, and then we hear, oh Atlanta, your boys are back, the New Day came out finally, the New Day's on Smackdown, everybody, New, the New Day Rocks. Um, yeah, it was good. It was a good segment. The new day were on point. They, I mean, they, they didn't have any ring rust, um, for their, for their promo. I don't know if you can have ring rust for a promo, but you know what I mean? They sounded just like they hadn't missed a day. It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, they put them in their place and they said that they were going to face the Usos at, uh, at, at, at um, Money in the bank,
0: isn't it? Money, Money. in the business. That's the uh, bank. Which
2: again, I mean, I I it's good, it's good, and I think we're all waiting to see this. But I mean I just don't understand how people just come in and are all of a sudden number one contenders just be, just for no reason. Just for no reason. Just for no reason.
0: They have a reason. New Day Rocks.
2: Well, yeah, that is true. New Day Rocks, but <laughs> I, you know, that kind of shit. They could put a little more into the writing to come up with, with shit like that, but whatever. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't.
0: How much do I want to bet that it's going to be Xavier and Big E fighting and Kofi's going to be the one standing on the side?
2: Uh, That'd be all right.
0: Xavier yeah, needs to back. get back
2: in there moving.
0: Right. We Xavier, had another. Uh, Xavier had a match since he had his match with
2: Paige. <laughs> <laughs> you sly dog. That was a that was a that was actually a handicap match. It was Xavier and Brad Maddox versus Paige. <laughs> but that being said, there was a new Fashion Files pasty. Somebody broke into the Fashion Files headquarters.
0: who could it be and
2: uh well there was a silhouette of a voluptuous woman who could it be we don't know
1: breezy fandango
2: bella. what's that
0: breezy bella
2: <laughs> fandango luckily had his nerf gun with him and called the assailant out and it was tyler breeze in drag <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm so glad I was able to call that. And then
2: that is awesome. That is awesome. And then what was great was um you could hear Fandango like his thoughts because they did this all film noir like they have been doing, you know. Mhm. And so you hear Fandango going, I wonder why my partner is still in disguise. And then you hear Tyler Breeze going, good. He still thinks I'm undercover. <laughs> so you know he's just back there wearing women's clothes because he fucking loves it. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: oh, <good laughs>
1: it, was,
2: it was it was good. Um, they had a um a women's well they had a women's match set. It was the five way elimination because there's not enough you know fucking people throwing together. A five way elimination match for the number one contender for the women's title charlotte carmella natalia and becky lynch right right i loved this segment because they all came down they all started brawling they never even got into the ring tables are fucking broken my man like shit's going nuts people are getting thrown into the barricades it was it was just it was awesome it was really awesome um, uh, Charlotte actually hit the power bomb on Natalya, busting the announce table. It was great for the women. Great. But, man, they hadn't even started the match yet. Here comes the money. money Here money, comes money, the money. Shane McMahon comes down. Dalla, Dalla. There's five, five women out there. And this King, is a number King, one contenders McMahon. match. And they never even got into the ring. So they can't pick a number one contender. So Shane does the only thing he can do. What? We talked about it last week on on the podcast. What? He booked the first ever women's Money in the Bank match. What? So we are going to have a women's Money in the Bank match with Natalia, Charlotte, Carmella, Becky Lynch, and Tamina.
0: Yay, another match with five women. It's I good. never really
2: thought they would do it. I'm it's really good. happy they do. Now, this brings in the problem if you if you ask me, with so few women on the roster, let's just hope like hell we don't have two injuries occur during this match. Because that could really screw the roster really bad. Yes. They they're, they're too thin. They can't afford an injury right now. So women go out there and give us an awesome match but take care of yourselves please and don't take unnecessary bumps this is the first match you got plenty more to make it better and more extreme and more wild but you got so many i mean you got so many rookies in there yet tamina is is still you know i mean she's think about she should not be
0: it, a rookie she should well, she's start- been around
2: Charlotte, Charlotte. I mean, how many ladder matches has Charlotte been in? How many, how long is Charlotte's career? What, three years now? What, four? I, I mean, she's still a rookie yet. Um, Carmella, Carmella's definitely still green. I love her, but she's still green. Really, all you got is Natalia and Becky Lynch as like seasoned veterans. So it's scary going into a match like this with a bunch of greenhorns. I don't know. We'll I see. hope it's good, and I just hope they take care of themselves. That's all I want. That's that's all I want. I want them to take care of themselves.
0: Do you ever get the feeling that Shane McMahon is as bad as of a of a of a commissioner or a GM as as McFoley was bad as the GM? You know what I mean. Shane yeah, I, isn't. I,
2: I don't think so. He's not well, pleasant. Explain.
0: He comes out and I groan. He's just, it's not pleasant. He, he Everything seems forced and like very reading it off paper. It's not good.
2: Uh, I think he still gives it with more enthusiasm than Mick was when he was on there. I Barely. might be wrong.
0: Barely. I don't know. His, his, ever since Daniel Bryan's been gone, it's been, it's been bad. And I'm not happy about it.
2: See, I actually the whole time I still thought Shane. Actually, came I off will be honest, and I will Bryan. say,
0: Shane McMahon is like the reason I don't care to watch SmackDown right now.
2: It's that's sad. I'm I'm sorry to hear that.
0: I'm I'm sorry to I, say I still enjoy it. I'm sorry him. to say it. It shouldn't be that way, but it's the truth. And yeah. I have to be honest with you guys right here. Yeah, I still enjoy him. No, Kurt Angle has been doing a far better job than Shane McMahon.
2: Creed Angle's been doing the best job out of all of them so far since the brand split. Easily.
0: I don't know. I just don't feel like either either Shane McMahon or Daniel Bryan are polished enough to be in leadership show. I don't know. It, it sucks to say. It's I don't just... think
2: either one has got the charisma to be in a, a talking role like that. A, a prominent speaking role. I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, you definitely need to get somebody. You definitely, I mean, Shane McMahon gives the, um, he gives you the legitimacy, even though it's quote unquote legitimacy. Yeah. He still gives you the legitimacy of, hey, this is my family company, so I obviously
0: right. am the boss. But you don't get a character sense off of him whatsoever. But you need, You've got but, no yeah, But you need
2: somebody, you need, a, you need a Kurt Angle to his Stephanie McMahon. You know, Stephanie McMahon gives it legitimacy over there. But you got Kurt Angle that gives you... That you want to see and you want to hear him talk and and you enjoy. And you you need that. That's why... I mean, that's why make Sting the... Fucking get rid of Daniel Bryan and make Sting the general manager. Or commissioner. Make him the commissioner. Sting can do it. He's not doing anything else. Put Sting in that role. Oh... We had uh, Febreze versus the Colons, or Colons? The Colons. Cologne. Um, Tyler Breeze started out in his drag yet, and then they battled around. There was actually a pretty, there was a good spot. You know what, folks, hate me if you want. I'm loving this shit, and I'm loving it. So, I, that, okay, hate me. Fandango actually squirts Primo with a water gun to avoid a sunset flip at one point. I loved it. I loved it. He squirted him with the water gun. I loved it. Um, (laughs) uh, Breeze is gone. Breeze is out. Oh, no. Breeze is out. Oh, no. Here comes the janitor. Janitor gets in there, starts ripping shit up, man. Uh, (laughs) Fandango and Primo start fighting over the mop. Fandango wins. Prima falls backwards. Breeze hits the unprettier, gets the pinfall. You know what? There, I, there is no magic. There is no mathematical formula for what makes something work and what makes something doesn't, doesn't not whatever. (laughs) Yeah. What makes something doesn't, it doesn't not, but, uh, but man, I'm loving this. This if you fashion say doesn't not,
0: but the not is with a K. Is it still a double negative? <laughs> it is not. <laughs> <laughs> Keep laughing. <laughs> yes, good. I got my button presses in there. I'm happy. <laughs>
2: I, I'm just, I'm loving, I'm loving the Febreze, I'm loving the Fashion Files, I'm loving everything.
0: Look who's a believer. Sorry. I fucking told you. I fucking told Maybe. you.
2: My dango still ain't my favorite guy, You man, should, know.
0: you I'm should still- just always listen to me, always on everything, because I'm always right. And I always yeah. win. Since when did you become Fat Mac? I've always been Fat Mac. Shh, shh, shh. Who you I been? I know.
2: Um, Randy Orton came out. Ginger Mahal got on the the big monitor. Um, come on, Ginger. Fucking help us out. We want to like you, man. We want to get. We don't want to like you, but we want to enjoy you as a heel. We want to get behind hating you. Ah, it, it just it isn't working, man. It just isn't working. I'm sorry, but it's not working. It was just boring. Um, I, I actually liked Randy Orton the most out of this, and I'm not big on Randy Orton's promos, but he came off stronger to me. I don't know. I wasn't digging it. I wasn't did. I wasn't nothing. But, uh, main event was AJ Styles versus Dolph Ziggler, and actually a really good match. I think AJ went for the Styles Clash three, four times. One of them was on top of uh, a... Was, was on the... Um, on top of the turnbuckle, um, Styles hit Ziggler with a hell of a snap suplex at one point into the turn- into the, the the corner turnbuckle. Um, Ziggler actually hit a spike DDT from the top rope after he uh, countered from Styles' clash off the top rope. Uh, really, really good match, and Dolph Ziggler won uh, clean against AJ Styles. Nice. Holy shit.
0: Good. Didn't see that
1: coming.
0: It's all because I didn't watch. I don't watch yeah, this SmackDown is just, and shit, it's decent.
2: It's 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 decent. It's not great. But it's decent. But this blue I did not I did not picture Ziggler winning this one, especially not winning clean. I was really impressed. He hit him with the, the super kick and got the pin. It was it was A okay with me. Now if you look at it, there was only three matches on this whole show. But for a two-hour show, that's not too bad, especially when a good portion of it was to set up that women's ladder match or a Money in the Bank match, and they did it the right way. They spent, they invested a lot of time into having them beat the shit out of each other in a hell of a non-match. So I'm, I, I'll consider that a match, even though it never did get to start. So I think it was all in all pretty damn solid. I, I I give it an an okay, good, better than raw.
0: That's what you can hope for always.
2: Yeah, yeah, you can usually assume that.
0: Yes. Well, folks, we are over our allotted to our time frame.
1: Yes, we
0: are. I'm exhausted.
2: That's I am too, man. Thing. It feels, it doesn't even feel like we started at eight. It almost feels like we started at like 11 or something.
0: You know, if more Fucking, of you guys would go to the Patreon and donate money, maybe I wouldn't have to work and maybe I wouldn't be so tired right now. Think about and that And Maybe for a I second. could,
2: maybe I could require my crack habit I had back in the day. I miss those times. <laughs> Come on, folks. Get me addicted to drugs,
0: please. I need your help. (laughs) Be sure to check out Fantastic Fables with Fat Mac tomorrow as he dives into the world of Donkey Kong. And if you're feeling frisky, dive back a day or two. And check out my Memorial Day episode of United State Radio over on Get Local and the radio show. Also, very very worth listening to. If you listen to this and are a respectable human being and you are in dire need of promotional materials such as vinyl decals or t shirts, be sure to check out my friend Corey Matthews at Monster Wear Clothing. Tell him Pasty White sent you, and he'll slip in a very nice discount on all orders. Sourced locally, made locally, shipped to you with very little additional cost outside of materials. And this is high-quality product here, folks. Check it out. Check it out. Monster Wear Clothing.
2: So, with that, friends, folks foul beef stickers um have a good week we'll see you here next week same a beef time same, same beef, beef channel. channel i'm fat mac i'm phantom
0: rogue and i'm some other person <laughs> my name is pasty white motherfucker We'll see you next week. We out. We love you. We out yeah. Cash me outside. How about that?